Hello, my fellow story lovers. Welcome. I'm Vern, your storyteller, with another wonderful story to enlighten your day. Today's story is told in the way that I like to tell it. So what do you do when you find a story that you like? Tell it. Greens for the soul. What are you cooking in that big pot of water? I'm getting ready to cook some collard greens. If you ask me, the best thing to put in greens is some aromatic nutmeg. One day, I had a taste for some collard greens, so I went to the garden and collected a bunch of good-looking greens. After I put a pot of water on the stove, I heard a knock at the door. It was my sister. Looking at the pot on the stove, she asked, What you cooking? I'm getting ready to cook some greens, I told her. You're gonna put some fat back in there, right? Fat back? You mean streakoline? I asked. Yes, everybody knows that you cook greens with fat back, or streakoline as you call it. You like that hard, greasy fat from the back of a pig? Yeah, she quipped. There's no lean meat in it, but it gives them a good flavor, she responded. Mm-hmm. I thought about it and decided to try it. The pot began to boil and gurgle. Then my cousin walked in the door returning from the store with a bag underneath her arm. What's boiling in the pot, she asked. Just some water and fat back. I'm getting ready to cook some collard greens. Oh, I have the best thing to put in your greens right here in this bag. Look here. She whipped out a tray of something from her bag and said, Now this here will make your greens so flavorful and tender. I looked and responded, Ham hocks? Oh, you want the very bottom of the pig leg bone in there. Yeah, like I said, it will make them flavorful and tender. Your greens will have a deep, smoky, meaty, and salty taste. I gave her the side eye and said, okay. So I dumped them into the pot. Then my niece came into the kitchen. Auntie, don't forget to add some okra to those greens, won't you? Okra, I responded. Everybody got a recipe. Okra will make them slimy. No, Auntie, it will make them taste good. Okay, maybe I will slide them into the pot at the end. Bubbles, bubbles, worth the troubles. The pot was boiling ferociously and smelling mighty good. Then my brother came in from out of town. He was tired and very hungry. Hey, what you got to eat? I'm hungry. I'm cooking some greens. Why don't you stay for dinner? Did you put all jaws in that pot? You know you can't cook greens without some pig's cheek. Did you say pig's cheek? Yeah. Did you put some in there? No. Never heard of no pig cheeks. Try it. You might like it. So I went to the fridge and lo and behold, there were some hog jaws in the back of the freezer. Now, that should do it. Everybody's recipe is in the pot. I heard a voice say, wait a minute. My nephew poked his head in the kitchen and said, Auntie, everybody knows that all that pork is not good for you. You need some smoked turkey necks. 
Why don't you know about healthy eating, Auntie? You're right, nephew. Let me get the turkey necks right now. Now I will put the collard greens in. Uh-oh, with all this stuff in the pot, looks like there's no room for the greens. So I took out the fat bag, the ham hocks, hog jaws, and okra. The turkey necks were the only thing left in the pot. Hold up. How about a pinch of aromatic nutmeg in the greens, asked my nephew. What? Nutmeg? Boy, if you don't get out of here, I never heard of no nutmeg in greens. Nutmeg goes with sweet things. I want a savory taste. Maybe I'll put a pinch in along with the salt and sugar just to see how it tastes. Then I picked up the greens to get ready to put them in the pot. No, everyone yelled. Shocked at their response, I said, well, why not? Yuck, you have not processed those greens. They are still dirty and still on the stem. They were all looking at me with sour faces. Process, what do you mean? I had no idea what they were talking about. They went on to explain that I needed to pick, clean, and cut the leaves from the stalks. My sister said, girl, don't you remember how mama used to prepare the greens before she cooked them? No, I was not around looking at mama cook greens. I was only there to eat them. There's a whole ritual to the process. First, mama walked around to the back of the house and collected a mess, that's what they call them, or a bunch of greens from the garden. Let me tell you about my mama's garden. Mama grew pink grapefruits, apples, turpentine, and Hagen mangoes, and a lemon tree. She had sugarcane, tomatoes, string beans, peppers, okra, and of course, collard greens. My stepfather tended the garden every day with the utmost care. Early in the morning, he inspected and toured in the garden, and after the afternoon showers bring May flowers, the sun came out giving the collars and everything else in the garden what they needed. My stepfather had a special talent and a secret fertilizer. The soil was sandy, so it was a wonder that anything grew there. But my stepfather folded pure love into the soil where it produced the best of everything he planted. Everything in the garden grew extraordinarily and tasted delicious. All the mangoes, pink grapefruit, sugar cane were little sweeter than most. The lemons were the biggest that I'd ever seen and made the best lemonade. The collard greens grew to the height of hedges. While you would think that they would have been tough from being so big and tall, but they were very tender and had more flavor than most. To this day, I don't know what kind of fertilizer he used. Now, when choosing collards from the garden, grocery store, or wherever, there should be no yellowing leaves or stems. When cleaning them, they should be washed thoroughly at least three times, either before or after you cut them from the stems to rid of any pesticide that are used. To process collards, remove the stem, which can be bitter, by folding the leaves away from the stems and pulling them off. Place the leaves layered in piles on top of each other, about four to five layers. Then roll them up tightly. 
like a cigar and cut across as thin as you like to make ribbons. Once they have been washed, you are ready to put them into the flavorful boiling water. You can also freeze any extra collars up to six months in a freezer bag or wrapped in aluminum foil. Moving on with the recipes, there is a wide variety of recipes that have been passed down from generation to generation. Collard greens is a fibrous, traditionally Southern food that is said to be from Africa. Some believe collards should be simmered and cooked down for hours in water. Some people believe that they can be braised in a skillet. You can boil them with ham hocks, fat back, bacon, hog jaws, turkey, or eat them in a salad. You might even throw a pinch of nutmeg on them. The bare truth is that collards are delicious every which way. Regardless of how collard greens arrive on our tables, on Sundays, special occasions, holidays, it is one of the most nutritious food you can eat. The dark green leafy vegetable is a nutritious, cool season vegetable grown mostly in the winter but can be found year-round. They are filled with calcium, omega-3, vitamin K, vitamin C, E, magnesium to help fight diseases. Whether it's the Florida afternoon showers, my stepfather's secret fertilizer, or the first frost of the year that produce these tender, sweet leaves, collard greens are nutritiously delicious any way they're cooked. They are a staple that can be found on the menus in many households during special occasions, celebrations, and holidays. Greens for the soul. Thank you for dropping by and listening to my story. Come back as often as you like. I'll be happy to have you. Have a wonderful rest of the day. Goodbye for now.